Weekend Podcast is back after uh, just a week hiatus. Sorry we didn't do it uh, earlier today. Had a lot going on, a bunch of pods yesterday. We had Will back in the studio today for Circling Dad. And now I'm here with the lovely, the wonderful, the more, uh, the talented, albeit... Um, no, I won't, I won't even go there. Hey, Randy. Hey. How are you? Lovely, huh? Lovely, talented, and I was going to say something about the Chicago Bears, but I didn't. I didn't want to go there. Well, they are neither of that. So, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you, Brett? On I'm, this glorious seventy-degree January day. It really is. The next couple of days, I know people love hearing weather talk, um, but the next couple of days are like mid seventies and sunny. So, my plan is to take advantage of that yeah. somehow, some way, probably with patio beers and or patio fajitas. I don't know. So patio fajitas? Like Matt's El Rancho. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I was just thinking like on a deck at a bar. Yes, I'm going just... to make fajitas and then eat them on my patio. That's the, the thing about fajitas is that, I, like, don't get me wrong, love fajitas. There is a lot that goes into um, the creation of fajitas, you know? Like, there's, a lot of things the, there's a lot of things on the table. There's just a lot going on. It, you have the, there's always the, there's never enough space on the table. Oh, by far, they're the most annoying thing to order as far as space on the table. Like yeah. you have four or five different dishes in front of you, and they're, they're delicious and they're my right. favorite Mexican food. But it, it's just too much. You get it a is. whole you get a whole table of people ordering fajitas, their own separate thing. It's yeah. too much. I it, and I basically just make it into a taco or quesadilla anyway. But the fajita the fajitas itself, I love fajita chicken, fajita beef. I love dunking it at like El Tiempo and a little garlic butter, but it's a lot. It's a lot. The process is a lot, but I guess that's that's why you pay for them. You know, that that's what you get, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of any other food that you order that comes out and like you have to what, assemble eight different it. Different plates. Yeah, it's a lot. I I don't know. That's my fajita rant. This is the mail-in podcast. You probably want uh, questions answered that aren't about fajitas. Maybe you do. I don't know. It's, that's the fajita sound. You, do we still have the uh, questions. yeah? Do we still have the Taco Bell bong on here? Bong. We, we do, I don't think so. I don't think we also have the fajita sizzle that just sounded like TV static. Yeah, that was uh, quite the first episode of uh, was that too much dip? That Dave much just dip. played yep. the fajita sizzle and it was way over everybody's voice. Wow, that, that episode will go down in history. Um, you want to do the questions, Randy? Get right into it. Let's do it. Before we do that, please subscribe on iTunes and hit follow on Spotify. Hit the hotline number 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at MailInPodcast. Randy, are you ready? Yes. Yeah, so let me do my own little thing here, uh, which I guess t- saying this doesn't really matter. Okay. But because if they're, you're this far into the podcast, you're not looking for the video. But no video today because it is later in the day and we do not have the intern here filming it. But please do go to youtube.com slash wash media and like and subscribe and actually go out there and like the videos if you are a person that typically watches. Because I, I saw someone saying that the algorithm's not pushing them. So we just need a little more engagement on the videos. Mm. If you are typically a watcher of anything wash media, please do give it a like and actually comment. The PSA from our video guy Yes. on video. Let's do the questions, Randy. Hey, Brett and Sally, a.k.a. Randy. Um, so I'm about to turn 29, and I'm struggling with the fact that I haven't had anything close to a serious relationship in almost five years. 
In that time, I did a complete, or I did complete a lot of personal goals I had set for myself, such as getting a master's degree. I bought a house, and I just got my first dog this summer. I'm very proud of all that, but with my family and friends getting married and having kids, I'm feeling a bit down. I'm not at all jealous. I'm certainly very happy for all of them, but I feel like uh, a relationship is the one thing missing from my life, and I'm not sure how to change that. For reference, I don't live in a big city, so it's been a little challenging. I've tried the apps and haven't really gotten anywhere. I've played in different sports leagues and gone to happy hours for work often. I thought maybe walking my pup might help since she is super friendly and social, but so far not yet. Is there anything else I can do to improve my chances of meeting someone and how do I stay upbeat in the meantime? Mm. How about this, Randy? This is a good question. <laughs> it's a very good question, but I want to commend you, first of all. Um, not you, Randy, oh. but the, the, the writer, because it's like the, the kind of where my head goes immediately is bettering yourself before you're actively searching for someone else. You're not right. You have to love yourself before you can love somebody else, Randy. You know that? Yes. Sounds I, like this person has. I, I am very much on the same wave as this person as that, like, focus. Like, I moved to a city I wanted to live to, got mm-hmm. the job I wanted. Now, like, you did you did the right move here, but you are feeling life's passing you by with this. You are doing all the right things that the mail-in usually suggests. Yeah, going, it's going, going sports out there, putting yourself and... out there, joining stuff. So, I mean, I think you're on the right wave. It's just that it'll come when it comes, I guess. But also, oh, maybe if you're really looking, take more chances of just seeing someone in a grocery store, I guess. Wow. <laughs> right? Small town, too. That People are generally more friendly and aren't going to be like, why are you talking to me at a grocery store? Exactly. Uh, the biggest thing I would say is if you are dating, just – since you do want a relationship, you just got to kind of be upfront in the first like couple dates about that, just so you're not wasting your time. Mm. That's a good call. I didn't even think of that. Like if you are in this mode where you do want perhaps a lengthy and long-term relationship, some people don't. And so you do have to be upfront about that. Yes. That's a good call, Randy. That's, that's the biggest thing. Be upfront about it. But like the last time I was on here in Maryland, don't also be nitpicking everything. Don't be like, mm. don't be ignoring big red flags, but don't also be like, oh, I didn't like that. I don't like that part so yeah. much. But you got to be a little more flexible with stuff. I right. think that that can apply in a lot of situations where it's fine to talk about checking boxes in a relationship where like a person checks my boxes, right? Yes. It's uh, it's a little less fine to have 160 boxes to check mm-hmm. and you're not going to invest in a long-term relationship with that person unless they check every one of those boxes yes yeah if uh, keep it keep, I, what how many boxes i don't know eight that, that, that's such a figurative thing that's sorry but, but how like, many boxes do you have randy oh just infin- infinite Inf- infinite infinite box uh but yeah if someone doesn't check your box you know it's it's that sounded weird a lot of box it, talk yeah, you know they don't need to check all the boxes but if it's a big like red streak through something that you know you can't see through you know, just move on and uh, know what you want. But I guess, I don't know, the, the dog is a good move. You, yeah. How recently did this person get the dog? Uh, let's see. They got the dog uh, this summer. Okay, so it's, it's only been a half a year. I guess I've, my roommate, he's met people through his dog by doing dog activities. 
It seems doggy. like they're just more just going on walks. You're with saying the dog, by doing like, doggy, he's met people. No, no, like going to dog parks and like if there's there. I know it's a you're not in a big city and that might not be available, but I think, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Um, I think you kind of got if you're in this situation. I think you just kind of got to stop thinking about it. As as weird as that is to say, you know, Randy, like uh, th- I was kind of in this boat when I lived in New York where I was ready for a relationship and went through a couple of months of being like, man, I'm looking for something and I'm like, I'm trying too hard. And you know, it's just like the the best stuff happens when you don't see it coming. So I think you need to continue to work on yourself, continue to do the things you're doing, continue to go out to a bar on a Saturday or a Friday or maybe a Thursday, pop open the laptop and have an espresso martini or three. I don't know. Um, but you need to kind of take the pressure off yourself in this situation because you're you're doing all of the right things. It's going to happen. You sound like a great person. You listen to this very podcast, so I'm sure you're 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 an awesome person. Yeah. And I just think you kind of take the heat off yourself here. I, I understand that time feels like it's ticking quickly, especially when you get in that 29, 30 range and you see other people doing their, their thing. But, you know, in this case, it's like, have we gone through all of the friends of friends? And you don't want to necessarily, I, I hate the, oh, you need to go out with my friend. Like, you guys are going to be perfect for each other. And then, like it's like a pressurized setup date. But... But don't yeah. turn don't turn one of those down because maybe they you, either you click with that person or maybe they have a network yeah, I that you those, can pop in. I hate those scenarios too, but to be honest, if this is a close friend and they probably know you the best, maybe they are doing a thing, doing a well thing. Mm-hmm. So or maybe you just blow it all up, move to a different city, change your hairstyle, dress better and, and say fuck it. A uh, crazy stupid love style. Is that what it is? I mean, part of it. Okay. Uh, uh but yeah, so to answer your two questions, is there anything else you could be doing? Just always, like Brett says, always say yes to stuff. Mm-hmm. You just you never know when things are going to happen, so you want to give yourself the best chance by doing a bunch of stuff. You are seems to be doing a, a lot already, and you are in a good position that you seem to be a eligible candidate since you've worked on yourself and you seem to be happy other than this little thing. So keep on doing that. And as far as like looking out bright, just just listen to what we said. We're proud of you. You've done a you've done yeah. a great job. You know you're not are, you're not at the at at the at step one here. Yeah, things will come when they come. Just keep uh keep chugging on. That's the how best. do you how do you stay upbeat though in the meantime? What do you cause you I think you're you'd be proud of yourself. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Focus on the positives that you have and don't focus on the negatives. Don't get too don't get too uh, hard on yourself. And you know and what? don't when you have uh, even an inkling of interest from someone. Don't pour it all on that person being like, oh my God, finally have a chance. Exactly. Be upfront, but don't be aggressive, I guess. Don't be over-emotional. Yeah. Don't over-invested. Be, yeah. Perhaps. Don't be clingy right off the bat. That's don't the, be clingy. Yeah. And also, you know, if you want something new, it seems like you're pretty much in a good spot and you have a want to try a new hobby, there's a whole new avenue for you. Try something new that'll make you happy that you can focus on and that might open you up to a whole group of new people go take a cooking class perhaps people are always horny in cooking classes I, is that true i don't know i don't know yeah sure i don't know i just imagine so yeah try something new that you have a little bit of interest in there you go if you're interested in online um consumption of video etc i i have another option here randy 
That's our friends at uh, ExpressVPN. It is 22, just after the holidays, and you are ready to work on yourself and complete those resolutions, but you've already given enough of your time to your internet service provider. If you haven't been using ExpressVPN every time you've gone online this year, I don't know how it can help you, but I'm about to. I'm not just talking about the enormous internet bill you pay every month. Every time you go online without ExpressVPN, your provider like AT&T or Verizon can log in, or excuse me, can see and log every single website that you visit. And yes, that includes all the websites you visit in incognito mode, Randy. That recommended tab is not private. Okay. On top of overcharging you, they're also legally allowed to sell all of your browsing activity to third-party advertisers for massive profits. That's why I'm done giving to my internet service provider, and I always go online with ExpressVPN. The app encrypts and reroutes 100% of my network data through their secure servers, so my provider cannot see a thing. Take that, AT&T. Get out of here. No money off me. Google Fiber, get out of here. See ya. It couldn't be easier to use to simply fire up ExpressVPN on any of your devices. That includes phone, laptop, whatever. Tap one button to connect, and that's it. Unlike your internet service provider, ExpressVPN is committed to your privacy. Their privacy policy has even been audited by third parties, so you can rest assured that your data is not being logged by anyone. Hear that? Anyone. Hey, Spectrum, you canceled. See ya. You've given enough to your internet service provider this year. It's time for you to start taking. So take back your internet privacy today with the VPN ranked number one by TechRadar and Mashable. Visit expressvpn.com slash mail and get three extra months of ExpressVPN for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash M-A-I-L, expressvpn.com slash mail to learn more. How about the next one, Randy? Let's do it. Hey, Sally and Brett and Randy. My girlfriend is on TikTok and does it a lot. Like she thinks she's going viral the more she does it, and that fame is right around the corner. It's typical dancing and stuff around our apartment, and she says I don't give her enough support, and she's absolutely right because her top video has 300 <laughs> views and the rest are doing dozens tops. Ooh. What do I do here? Can you guys make her viral? <laughs> Can you guys make her viral for a day so maybe she'll get off my case? Should I continue to joke about it to her even though she gets super defensive? <laughs> oh boy. What's our boy do here? <laughs> yeah, continue joking for sure because it is funny, but yeah, you got to throw some support in there. This is something she likes to do. You know, you know, you can bully her a little bit, but you do want to. If it makes her happy, have her, have her do it. You, you know what? Maybe read an article and watch a oh. video about how to go viral. You know, send her links. Uh, there's plenty enough YouTube oh people God. that tell you, like, how to go viral and, like, what time to post and stuff like that. Uh, just, just, you know, send that to her and be like, see, I support you. And maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> Uh, considering this is my career posting videos for this company, <laughs> yeah. hey, I have watched Hey, Randy, videos. how do you go viral on TikTok? Uh, you know, you have to be on the trends. You, you should just, you should get really invested in it and just okay. say like, okay, what trend are you on? Like, what's the, what's yeah. the biggest hey, thing? Maybe are you in on flip the TikTok war? <sighs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> maybe flip it around and be like her agent and be like, all right, we're, do, we're doing this because we're going to make some cash. And I'm, I got the trends for you. We'll... Uh, I feel like you just have to be super attractive on TikTok. So maybe um, 
I don't know, take some take some clothes off, perhaps. Not all of them, obviously, but just <laughs> okay. out. What are the TikTok pants people are shilling these days? Oh, you mean the ones that don't attract pet hair? I don't know. I thought there was ones that make your butt look good. Oh no, I don't, I don't know what those TikTok ones are. leggings. But maybe? there's like there's like a ad every three slides about these leggings that don't attract pet hair. I'm like, I, they I don't, don't attract pet hair. Yeah, pet hair just doesn't stick to them apparently. <laughs> I'm like, I don't. I'm, I'm a man. I don't fuck? wear leggings. Why am I getting served this ad? I know a couple of people that worked in TikTok in Austin. I do too. Maybe I'll just refer and be like, hey, can we just pump one? Like that's that's all we need for the, this poor guy is like. Babe, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, it's just not working. What you need is for one to go like a couple thousand viral. Okay. So she, and then she'll always want to chase that high. And then eventually mm. she'll never hit it again. And maybe she'll just fizzle out of it. That's how that's how content works. I just I love the stick to itiveness. She's just like, no, I'm I'm this is happening. And she's just like in the live, laugh, love kitchen, like trying to or dining room or like foyer, trying to make things go vi. Maybe just give her some pointers about what you, you dropped the. He didn't even drop the ad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How are we supposed to make you a gonna, viral? Yeah. We, you know, we could have gotten her a couple, couple hundred more views. I know she wants just to get that one k. Once you get the one k in the in the books, I will say though, uh, watching something of yours like logging logging into TikTok and seeing you have like a hundred notifications because something you did is starting to go. It's intoxicating. It's like, yeah. Yes. I mean, that's granted. That's the whole reason they like made the app. I know. It's awesome. And they just pump the views on it because they know people are just like, oh, my God, I have so many notifications. That That's our generation these days is like the more noties, the better. Yeah. Golly. But, yeah, just, I guess, support her. Try to figure it out. Yeah, I think Give her some to. pointers. I think you lean into it for like a, a good couple weeks. Here's the problem. I know exactly he's saying this without saying it. He probably just goes to his boys and goes like, they're just – they're not even that good. <laughs> like he doesn't yeah. want to put that in text or put it out there. He just doesn't have any good pointers. Like it's just it's like the guy saying like I don't like, like that guy because he sucks. It's like we can't point yeah, out why we right. don't like the person. It's just he sucks. Like you're just not that good of it's a like, dancer. Oh, or they, they're not like they're not like that funny. Content, good content is good content. It's just it's not just going to happen magically. You know, it's got to be good. You know what? You know her the best. Tell, yeah, tell her her content is not <laughs> yeah, good. Don't do that. You know her the best. Maybe try to get her to pivot to one of her strengths. Oh. See if it, see it and tell her to go that route. Okay. And maybe mix in what she likes to do on TikTok. Is she a good cooker? Good chef? Cooker? A uh, good cooker. She could do some she should do No, some you know what you do? Stuff. You start your own TikTok and go and go viral <laughs> and she'll hate you and then stop doing it. <laughs> win win. Because oh, all like all you have to do is I feel like a like a guy on TikTok. You didn't do like one video with a smoker in your backyard and just some like something will happen you and you go niche. and you get like 13,000 views and then boom. But niche talk. I'm, I'm, I'm or you could hop on my proprietary app, uh, Rick Talk, where you just do dad stuff like mowing lawns and inflating uh, like pool toys. Trust me, there are so many people on TikTok now that there is a avenue for every person, which if you're not on TikTok, get on it. It's amazing now. There, there's, there's a whole corner of dad talk now. It's it's dad talk. Like they're uh, literally dads on TikTok doing dad stuff. There's like woodworking talk. There's, there's like blacksmithing talk. There's so much stuff. Blacksmithing now. talk. Yeah. Like sword making there's, talk. There's welding talk. I feel like welding talk is kind of tight. There's like welding shows now. Yeah. Do you ever see the the shows that it's like the, 
like the steel worker shows where they make like weapons and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, kind of cool. Forge, forge and fire, or something. Like that. Oh, forge and fire. I think that's what. That's what it's called. You're right. Uh, but yeah, good luck. Make your own TikTok, go viral before her, and she'll quit. Or support her lovingly. Or support her. <laughs> uh, Want to do the next one, Randy? Yeah. What's up, guys? I am 23 and have been with my girlfriend, who's also 23, for six months. Oh, nobody likes them. Nice. But we previously dated for two years in high school. Okay. Okay. okay so we're, we're... They're, they're together. They've been together for six months, but they dated back in high school. Correct. Got for it. two years. All right. That was until I found out from a friend that she drunkenly made out with another dude one weekend when I was gone at a wedding. Okay, this is recently. This No, this would be high school. Oh, wait, Han. Han. Okay, you following? He was gone at a wedding, at a wedding in high school. When he was in high school, she drunkenly made out uh, with another dude. They broke up because of it, okay? I didn't find out until almost six months after it happened and she claimed... She did not remember it at all, yet has confessed to me since that she had a thing for said guy and did remember. Okay, you following? No. <laughs> okay, so Han, they were in high school, they were dating, he went out of town for a wedding, she drunkenly made out with another guy, he yep. didn't know about it until six months later, and Correct. that was the cause of their breakup. Correct, And yes. now that they're dating when they're 23, she is convincing, she is convincing, so I guess she She's is confessed that she lied about not knowing him. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, he's, he says, after I found out, I ended our relationship and did not speak to her for quite a while. Okay. Over the past six years, we have remained friendly, but went our separate ways to college, both dated other people, lived all around great lives. Then this past summer, we met up for golf, rekindled things, talked about how much she's changed or how much has changed, not she. And then made it official once again in July. Okay. Okay. Things had been going amazing for the most part until tonight. All right. While having a pretty deep discussion about our past sexual relationships, she pulled out the list. And I stupidly asked if I could see it. I had a good idea of what to expect, but to my surprise, the name of the guy that she made out with and ultimately led to our breakup in high school was on there. Oh, I asked her and she said it was after we had broken up, but I was and still am very upset to find out about this as I thought they had only made out and that she didn't go back to the same dude for sex. I'm not sure what to do. I left and then started typing this shortly after. Am I overreacting to something that has happened years ago or is this supposed to be setting off every red flag alarm in my body? Huh. Interesting, right? A physical list? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's it's on paper, or at least on a like. A no, it's got to be. It's got to be in the app. notes app. Yeah. Do you have a physical? <laughs> what? Uh, I did at one point. Not like a like like a notes app list. Yeah. It's not very extensive. <laughs> I mean, keep it up in the head, but man. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, that's, that's you want to run through it? You know, like the, the digits of pi, Randy? 3.14159926535. Fuck. You didn't have another one? Fuck. I can beat you with the decimal? Yes. Fuck. Oh. Okay. All right, going back to this. Uh, American pie. More like it. Okay. What do you do here, Randy? Red flag or no? Overreaction. I, you know, for me, 
cheating is there's no gray area for me. It's black and white. We're done. But throw, throw the this, flag. Throw the red flag. But this is high school. Yeah. And that's so people do change a lot. And if they did hook up after you guys broke, broke up. up, then I think it's no fair harm, game. no foul. You, I mean, you guys, you said that they barely, they didn't talk for a while, and then they like kept it friendly. Like, yeah. I mean, if you guys are done, I think given the amount of time, it's been six years, the amount of change that happens, it's after, it's post college. I don't think this is a irreparable damage because it's not something that has happened within the confines of this relationship. I would separate the high school relationship from the new relationship, but you add a degree of wariness. And if this guy comes up again, if this guy's in her DMs, if this guy's texting her, then you have to evaluate that moving forward. So agreed. Judge, and- Judge Brett's ruling is you're overreacting in the moment, but I get it. But until she gives you a reason not to trust her again, don't make one up for yourself. I mean, doubt is like a disease. That's that's what's wow. going on here. Yeah. Well, fucking well, let's deep, get, right? Let's get fucking deep here, Randy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of just, this is like festering in his, in his head right yeah, now. Yeah, he like, just fucking hates this guy. I get it. Yeah, like that and two, then it's like, he's wondering if he can trust her ever again. And it, you are kind of. Overreacting a little yeah, bit. Yeah. If somebody gives you a reason not to trust them at 17, yeah, I think you get one you get one mulligan pre college, maybe. I don't know. I th- I think mulligans are you know what I mean. Like you get there, there's a statute of limitations here. See, if it was that Mulligan's the wrong word, by the way. I I don't <laughs> a redo or I don't I don't think you can get one cheating mulligan and then your mid twenties. You get one drop to- test. What is a drop test? Uh Adam said, "Like that one of one of his tests in chemistry was a drop test. That wouldn't just it wouldn't go oh. on his grade. You get one oh, drop oh, test. oh, okay. Is what I think what you're trying to say is if she had slept with this guy while you guys were in a relationship in high school, I think this is a completely different scenario. Yeah, maybe for a little, me. it was a little drunken makeout. But but I think who know, wasn't doing that around the bonfire? You know, yeah, you're you're kind of dry heaving after here. a bush lighter six. I mean, and of course, if she gets like flirty with a a guy or gets close to a guy in your current relationship, you're going to be." doubtful and stuff but you just got to be open and honest about that it does make you feel weird but like you are just kind of overreacting know that me and brother saying you are overreacting yes admit that you're overreacting but be honest with her being like it does kind of bother you but you'll get past it correct i think bothers me i'd like to to keep him out of our our home moving forward if you say there's nothing still there i trust you and let's move on and let the let let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, and to be honest, the this, past is the past. This is a guy from what high school? Five years ago, they, they might yeah. not even even talk anymore. It just might be a scenario. This we guy don't might talk not anymore. Even, yeah, we don't talk anymore. This guy might never ever come. We up don't again. talk anymore. Do you hear uh, Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes broke up? What? Yeah, man, sad, right? Wait, so she's, the, wait, the, so she's available. Yes, yeah, yes. Oh, <laughs> more like Camila Cabello watch. Let me. Randy's coming. Let me get in her DMs. Right nice. Now. If, if you should, you should DM Camilla. Hey, yo, mamacita, what the haps? There we um, go. Sent. I, yeah, I think <laughs> b- between you, like you or Sean Mendez, he's what? Well, he, he's talented. I mean, yeah. he's got some. He's tall. He's tall. Pretty handsome. Yeah. He's hot. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, his well, voice. His voice yeah, is unbelievable, uh-huh. right? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a pretty good all-around guy. He's got the fame. Uh, hey, what about me? Fame, he's famous. Uh-huh. You're kind of, I mean. What about me? Say some nice things about me. Um, he is is rich and, no, and very, very, those very, are more things about him, very right? wealthy. Actually, I'm the one that's, you know what? You drive a, a Honda. No, it's a it's a Chevy Malibu. It's a Chevy Malibu. Uh-huh. You drive a Chevy Malibu. Uh, you know, what do you think Sean Mendes is pushing right now? Sean uh, uh, he's, it, he puts he, off like Porsche. Is he SUV a S E A N or an S H A W? Let's see. Sean Mendez. He's an S H A W N. Okay. Sean Mendez car. Okay. Let's see. Looks I would like imagine he has he's, a Merce- uh, he's probably a Range got, Rover. Looks like he has a oh, Range Rover. Would imagine he has more than one. Rangy Rover. Okay. That's what knows that TikTok. Hey, maybe once you get your Ford Bronco. And whip it around Camilla's neighborhood. She'll be like, who's that guy oh. in the sexy-ass Bronco? Not only does he have a Range Rover, but uh, according to page six, Sean Mendez's stolen G-Wagon was found. So, Oh, yeah. So he has a Range and a G-Wagon. <sighs> yeah. Good for him. Okay. Good so, well, him. you're, you know, you're really good at Photoshop and After Effects. Yeah, I bet this guy could edit a video to save his life. No, he's probably uh, creatively very, very, very good. With that kind of stuff, but but maybe he can't do it himself. You yeah, know? yeah. You know yeah. that's fine. I don't. Know. Okay. Well, get you there. Hey, <laughs> you're you're what an F list celebrity? Oh, I would. How many how many I'd letters my, are there? I always say Z list. Yeah, I mean you're on the list though. Yeah, like you're a public figure. I'm on you should put that in your uh, Instagram. I'm actually probably on this girl's physical list, but guy. Whoa! Hey, oh. Whoa! No, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's get to the next question. Hey, Brett slash Sally slash guests. I have a lighter question for you. In short, how do I politely and respectfully correct the grammar slash pronunciation of my fiance? I love him and he is a smart guy, but it is bad. We are talking especially expresso, height, etc. I literally said expresso earlier. It will call me out on it. I feel like I should have Idiot. said something the first few times I heard him say these non-words, but we are four years in, and I don't know how to approach. Any suggestions appreciated? Oh, man. I, I get it, because that's like a little thing that could just snowball into something bigger. That's it's just like, one like of those you... little nagging things that during like... the fight, it just comes out like, well, you say these fucking words wrong. Well, I'm even saying oh, that, my could, God. that could start a huge fight. It just it just could be a spark to you know, light a wick. It could be like, yeah, that's... it could be like, why are you getting on me for this? What's going on? Like, <laughs> like it could lead to a whole different, oh, different thing. But <laughs> this is funny. There's no good way to correct someone's pr- pronunciation or grammar no without saying like a, a pompous dick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just... just no, just you can't let... let the, no, no, no. This, the, you cannot let this fester. You got to be like, uh, here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's the ding. Here's the ding. Just withhold sex. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good advice. If you say height or espresso, one week ban, no physical contact. Oh, tie God. it to incentives or disincentive. That's that's my that's my thing here. I I mean, you can st- you know what you can do is jokingly be like, I don't know, maybe maybe you in- implement like a swear jar, but it's like a wrong word jar. You can't insult him. Be, you can't be like, hey, idiot. Yeah. The, but 
like figure out how to say words. I'm like, I would be like, hey, do you do you use those words in like emails by any chance? Do you ever see the the red red squiggly line, or do your coworkers uh, think you are dumb? And you have to determine whether it's an accent or if it's just saying stuff wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah, if your poor boyfriend has like a lisp or something, it's like, oh, let's 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 leave it alone here. Yeah. But uh, not that lisps are, are detrimental to relationships. Uh, yeah. but this is one. You have to do it in private when it's just the two of you. You cannot bring it up in front of someone else because you it will seem like you're belittling him in front of people. And that yeah, will get like a dinner that, party. It's like, babe, stop saying shit wrong. Well, even if you're nice about it, and oh. say like you're at like a dinner, and it's like I'll have an espresso martini. You're saying, hey, you know it's espresso, right? Oh, like you can't say that in front of people because that is just tearing down his manhood. Randy, my ex was a supposedly person, and uh, I'm trying to think of the other one. Oh, no, she would use it in text too. It was like, uh, I am uh, supposed I am, to versus supposed to. She was she would say I to. I'm I'm supposed to, and I I think I, I say supposed to, but, that, but I think you that's, can say, uh, say it, but supposed, but with I'm text, like I supposed I I am I'm supposed to in text, and I wanted to just be like, that's wrong. You're that's you're just wrong. Stop doing that because every time it does. I'm I'm starting to side with this. Just just be like, no, stop. Get in a major fight over this because it's so just annoying. And I know I sound like a grammar Nazi. And you know what? Yeah, Maybe just, I am. Just wait till the next time it comes up in the private, like just the two of you at home, and just say, hey, you know it's this. Like, or just be like, do you know, can you say that again? And yeah, yeah, like, there you go. It's this. And then they're like, what? And then then you guys will have the Back and forth, and then you guys can look it up. and And the best thing you could do, this oh is because it can cause a little fun, flirty argument. Whoa! You go to imagine let's the see. makeup sets after arguing um, over grammar. <laughs> yeah, es- uh, espresso. I'm looking up espresso, and then you do, and you do one of these. You ready? You do one of these. Oh, espresso. You Whoa. go to Google and you type it in, and then you can just do the diction thing, a dictionary, and then you do it, and then be like, "All right, I'm wrong," and I'll try to do better. That's the best way to do it. Be be fun about it and do it in private. I wonder if he knows they're wrong. You know, like, I wonder if he knows and he just doesn't care. He's just like, oh, yeah. Um, why, why, why does it matter? Especially, yeah. oh, hike. hike see, yeah. there's some things that, yeah, um, those that you need to correct, but there's some things that are just accent-based. Like, I say, when I say thing, yeah, I it's, mean, there's there's accent. One of my friends will always go, it's thing, not thing. Oh, yeah, throw the L in there. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's, both. I say it more with a I've D. I've been bullied out of yeah, my both. Exactly. I like, say both now. Yeah, good for you. It's awful. No, I'm, I'm going back to my roots, my Western New York roots. Every That's time, what you need to do. Every you time need... I hear, like, Buffalo fans or, or Sabres, like, podcasts or anything, it's like, oh, yeah, the both of us. I'm like, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Approach it at first. With kindness and correction, and then bully him out of it if he keeps relentlessly. Doing it. Yes, come Gosh. from a good place, and then come from a bad place. Nailed it. Good cop, bad cop, Randy. But do it yourself. How about the next one? Let's do it. Hey guys, I am getting married in June. Congratulations! And I'm feeling increasingly guilty about the financial requirements of my groomsmen. For context, I'm 28. And my fiance and I live in Houston, shouts to H-Town. However, both of our families are from North Mississippi. What about families? Families? Did I say both? 
think you had that one there. Both of our families are from North Mississippi. I say Mississippi now because I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan uh, via, yeah, an Ole Miss fan via Caroline. From North Mississippi, and thus that is where we are having our wedding. Probably maybe Oxford. Double shouts. We have nine wedding party members each, plus ushers. And majority of my groomsmen will have to travel from other states. On top of that, we are going to Asheville, North Carolina for my bachelor party. Uh, super cool town. I'm very fortunate to be in a great financial situation, but I'm also very sympathetic to the fact that there are some members of my wedding party who are likely not in the same boat. And the duties of being a groomsman can be a real stress when you look at travel for both the wedding and the bachelor party, slash lodging, slash dining, slash bar expenses at the bachelor party, and a touch rental to boot. Oh, yeah. My question is, what are ways that I can try and alleviate some of the financial burden of being in the wedding party? I feel like I'm in a position to help out in some way financially with the expenses, and I want to make being involved in my wedding as stress-free as possible for my closest friends. Thanks. Randy. I very much have been in this boat moving to Texas and for my yes. first like year and a half here working for Jimmy John's. I definitely know the the problem of being not in a great financial place and having to be on these uh these trips. Yes. So my answer, credit card debt. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry, go ahead, Randy. Uh I guess the best thing is just know who can do what and who can't. And like have like side conversations, be like, hey, like I, I really want you involved in this. Is this gonna be a burden on you? Like Yeah, can you swing can, something yeah, like this? Yeah, you wanna be you wanna have these like don't do it in the group. Pretty much everyone if you're close friends knows like the difference in financial uh stability and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, do that. Just ask like every single thing you wanna do, be like if we do this, this is going to be too much. And don't like go ball out on a dinner. That's the biggest thing. You're out, you're or or okay. If you do want to help out, maybe you as the groom say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to buy a dinner. Like I'm going to cover Saturday night steakhouse night." And so that that takes like or that adds like 80 or 90 bucks to everybody's weekend plans. You know what I'm saying? I guess it depends really how many people are not in as good a financial space. Because I, for one, I remember when I first moved down here, one of my friends played for my flights with his uh, with his points for me to go to a New Year's party. Oh, nice. Like to go to Nashville. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know what? It's on me. Don't worry. He has a very good job. In you, you were calling it Smashville after that weekend, yeah, right? Yeah, it was. Tootsies. That was the weekend Purdue got absolutely whooped by uh, Auburn in the Music City Bowl. Oof. So sorry. Yeah, but we beat Tennessee this year. Definitely no, I'll hear nothing about that there was a missed call. Anyways, okay. uh, so if it's only like one or two people and you do have a very good financial like offer and you want to, it's more important for you to have that person there than to have the extra like 100, 200 bucks in your pocket. It's okay to offer and say, hey, I'll pay for your flights or something yeah, if, you, or if that's something you want to do. But ask you them, don't like, tell other people. Right, right, right. It's a, it's a side conversation because you don't want to belittle somebody like everybody's different paces and careers and everybody's doing stuff that, you know, they, they're making money in some way and some jobs are more lucrative at different stages of life and et cetera. So everybody's in a different financial position. 
And if you're in a, a good one and living in Houston and um, pretty st- stable as far as everything goes, it's like, hey, I, I want you there more than yeah. you know you, you know what I'm trying to say it's yeah, like I'd more prefer, I would rather I, have you here than less going and spending like two hundred dollars each on yeah, a dinner some night like right. yeah that I think that's a big thing that's a the dinner and eating out could be a very more expensive thing of mm-hmm. all that because your biggest expenses are the flights and the lodging right and then yep. booze is pretty cheap if you like yeah buy somebody stuff does the, the booze run and or the apartments yeah yeah, it just make, like order pizza one night, and it's a hundred bucks total, and you, everybody splits it. It's nine bucks a person, or whatever it is. So, yeah, there's there's ways around this, and I think I think a lot of people, in my experience, panic about other people spending money to do stuff for them. What I mean by that is like when you have a wedding, or when you have a bachelor party, or when you have any sort of party, a lot of people default to well, I, I'm worried about people spending money. And that kind of stems from maybe an internal, like I'm worried about spending my own money. A lot of people are are cool with spending on experiences for people they love because that's what it's all about. Like that's what the mid twenties and and thirties are mm-hmm. yeah. are about. So like I I think the stress component of it should be taken out a little bit yeah. because they they want to celebrate you they people even if they're not in a uh, super great financial position they're down to spend what would normally be like limited spending income on somebody they love because they're they've been friends for a long time and they want to go do these things with yes. you so i think that that with weddings and like you know, people always like. I don't want to do a t- Tulum wedding because of the flights and this and that. It's like, yeah, yes, it's, it's going to affect some people, but it's it, a lot of people want to do stuff like that. You're you're talking about people having to come to Mississippi, like, and especially if these are friends from like Houston. That's not yeah. that far. It's not like you're saying you're not doing a t- you're not going to do Dubai and doing like a uh, yeah a, a destination wedding. So you don't have to be too worried about that. But one other thing I'll say is the earlier you can get plans figured out and like say, hey, these are hotels and stuff, that's earlier people can look for flights and uh-huh. understand all the finances that are going through it. And I know for me, like I'm like, all right, I know I'm gonna be doing this. I'm gonna make I'm gonna try my hardest to save up my money to make it happen. It's right. like yeah, yeah. When you're you're in that stage of your life, it's like, all right, like right now I'm kind of saving up money to like buy a Bronco. But like yeah. But I'm not when I was at Jimmy John's, that wouldn't even been on the table. It's like right. I want to save my money so that I can go to my friend's wedding. Yeah. So do that. Make sure like the sooner you get stuff planned and get things all out for people, sooner they have time to prepare and save because they're going to want to come. Like Brett said, yeah. that's that's something they're going to do. And number two, which I, a wedding I went to recently, which it was a very cool concept I've never seen done before, and this will actually make it a little bit financially easier on okay. your groomsmen. The night of the rehearsal dinner, so the night before the wedding, yeah, the groom and all the groomsmen shared an Airbnb. Oh, that's cool. So it wasn't like everyone had their own individual rooms, so because that's more expensive. Yeah, like the groom isn't going to be staying with the bride the night before, anyways. So it's like, hey, we're all like part of the wedding party. We're going to stay like tonight together and have like a little like night over. That's cool. So that's and the groom, the groom paid for that. Uh, I think I don't know if the groom paid for it or. Okay. 
if they all just split it, but even if they all split it, that's yeah, it's, like it's, one night yeah. in an Airbnb split amongst what nine people? He said, yeah, yeah, is way cheaper than like eight different hotel rooms. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So I, I like really that. like I really like that concept. Like, why don't people do that more often? That's, and then it's like a built-in cool. rooms suite the next day too. Yeah, you can like so you can get like get ready, watch football, like whatever it may be. Yeah, so I like that. I like so try maybe try that out for size. Do do something like that. Yeah, I think kind of bottom line is if you're in a, a great financial position, get some side text going with guys who may not you may not be, and say, hey, I'd like to have you there. So if there's any inkling that you can't do this because of X Y Z, like I can't afford a flight or I can't chip in the 300 bucks for the Airbnb. Like, hey, let's talk about me. I can cover you on this. I'd rather have you there, rather be having fun with you and not not having you bail because of money, right? Then number two is maybe finance a dinner or a whatever you're doing in Nashville. Just be, hey, I'll, I'm picking up this one um, because then, it, then it's like, okay, People are coming, they're starting to do a little math in their head. It's like, well, the flight's taken care of and one of the dinners is taken care of. So now it goes from a grand to like 500 bucks or whatever, you know, whatever it might be. So just pick up things if you, if you want to, if you can. And then, because I, I understand that tuxedo rentals are expensive and this and that. And it's all right. Like there's no cheap way to do it. You know, it's just, if you're a groomsman, you mean a lot to somebody and you're you, you, ideally you want to spend for that person. So. The fact that you're aware and thinking about this means you're in a pretty good position already. Yeah. That you are you're thinking about it. So no doubt, Randy. That'll do us uh, for for questions today. We gotta get some shower thoughts in though. Do you have one? I mean, I don't have a shower thought, and I don't really want to take too much time because I already took up. I am loving this TikTok thing. What is what? Is, yeah, it is. Explain it, is, it to Brett. It is the most amazing thing that has happened on that app. It's so much fun. Um, you want, you want me to go into full explanation? Take it, take it from the top, buddy. Okay, I'm going to try to do this a little more eloquently than I did on circling back. Because good word, good word. I've, I've thought about it. Okay. So I'm going to explain it twice. I'm going to explain it in the sense of like, this is a real war and this is what's happening. Oh boy. So TikTok is now broken out into a civil war, civil man war. where The they, civil man war. Yes, there's, there's two different sides. There's the government type of side, which is okay. the Council of Men, and it's led by the Vantalord. And pretty much, they're supposed to be like, the Council of Men are controlling the secrets in the man code, not the bro code. The man code is like, when you walk into a public restaurant, there's a guy using a urinal, you don't you, you don't take the urinal right next to him. You give him a buffer one, and you just stare straight at the wall and look up. That's what you do. Okay. And there's like certain secrets that Women already know that we're disgusting, but we don't need. They don't need to know the nitty gritty of what how are, disgusting what are some we actually of, what are. What are some of these secrets, Randy? Some of these secrets are that we scratch our balls when we put our hands in our pockets sometimes, or okay. that we've tucked our twigs and berries and looked in the mirror and seen what it looks like. Okay, that's the mangina. Yes, exactly. Okay. Things like that that maybe women don't know and they don't necessarily need to know. Okay, and those are secrets of men. What's the one? The, the simulcast. Simulcast is sometimes the stream forks into and. Usually after a uh, sexual activity. Exactly. And then the rebellion is people who just want chaos and they don't like the suppression of information and think everything should be out there and the tyrannical so the, council is... So the, the, rebels, the rebels want 
man secrets out in the open for everybody. For everybody. And the Council of Men says these secrets should not be divulged to the public. Exactly. They they should they should be guarded because What is their reasoning? Because they people don't need to know how disgusting we actually are. Okay. Is there a council of women with women's secrets? Oh, I'll get to that. Oh, I'm sure there are, but and we where does know Richard them. Jefferson come into this? <laughs> so that's pretty much what the war is. Uh in the what actually is what is actually happening, the second explanation is these two top TikTok guys are both comedians and at some point they're like comedies clashed. And since they're so like famous on TikTok, people have just decided like, all right, we're gonna like pick a side with this TikTok beef. There's no okay. actual malice. This isn't like a rap beef where like people are actually mad and like if they fought each other, they'd like fight each other. It's all like a fake thing that everyone is in on and it's like an inside joke and they're building out this whole fake war. It's a giant improv yes and thing. People are just building off each other's videos and it's going all over the place. Okay. So it's it's very fun. You like as a viewer, you've taken a side. It's just like the Starks versus the Lannisters. You're like, like your favorite content creator. You're saying like, what side are they on? Okay, I'm with them on this, and you just feel like involved. And I think that's a big thing about TikTok right now is that people really enjoy the content coming out because they feel like they're part of something. And this is bigger than just a trend. This is like a whole subject, and it's very fun. It's just very fun because it's a bunch of creative people just coming up with nothing and it's it's very nerdy but okay. it's very fun what as the circling back proprietor of our tiktok uh what side are we on that is up to you we could we could all have our own opinions and this could be a civil war brother against brother wow okay. i'm on the side of the rogue i don't think these this council should keep it i want chaos to reign as a natural order of things and that and yeah, should burn. Generally, I'm anti-suppressing information, so I'll pro I, I would probably consider myself a, a rebel. Or they're the rogues? Yeah, the rogues. The rogues versus the Council of Men. But it's... it's and, the, and the Vanto Lord. It's gone so much bigger than that, too, because, like, did you watch Game of Thrones? I did. So it's mainly, like, the Starks versus the Lannisters, but then, like, there's the other big houses, and they have their own followings, but they're sure. on one side or the other. So even, like, bigger TikTok accounts are creating their own factions on the side. And there are a faction of women now that have entered into the fray. That divulge women's secrets. No, they're, they're, just, they're just a sisterhood. That's just all that. Sisterhood. Yeah, I don't know exactly what and they're doing. what side are they? Are they they're probably like, fuck this, stop telling us weird shit about you guys. They, yeah, they might be a, a tertiary thing right now. I haven't followed along the sisterhood. But I don't know. Okay. It's, just, it's just, I'm really enjoying it, and tons of people are. It's the biggest thing that's ever happened on TikTok, and... It's very the biggest Richard, thing that's ever happened on TikTok. The thing is, this is a completely different side of TikTok. This is like the blacksmith, woodworking, dad talk, nerdy, comedic Rick, side. Rick, that's Rick talk, Randy. This is not the Bryce Hall, Addison Ray, Elevator Boys side of TikTok. They're no way involved in this, and I don't think they ever would be. <laughs> so, They're too cool for it. Okay. I'm on my TikTok. I have Michael Buble, um, and that's it. And then I have H-E-B, and then I have uh, Willie J., and then I have if a you scroll scantily enough, clad co-ed. And then I have uh, Carlos Mencia. So I, I think I, I haven't hit... You haven't hit the algorithm. I haven't yet. hit the algorithm. But I don't know, it's fun. Well, Richard Jefferson is siding with the council, and he thinks that the rogues are... are, are, are want chaos, and that the Got man it. code should be respected. Okay, so Richard Jefferson wants secrets to remain secrets. Mm -hmm. 
That's uh, some would say that's kind of par for the course with him. Uh, I'm not saying. Uh, I'm just saying. I don't know that. And uh, currently, the rogues are asking for a ceasefire because they a believe, ceasefire. Yes, because they believe that all mankind should be united in a common foe, which is the mustard witch, who is actually hip hop's own Lizzo. Because she is putting Lizzo's the mustard witch. They are they have a common enemy. She's putting mustard on apples and Oreos and eating them. Well, that's just and it's disgusting. Sentence her to prison. So maybe that, not not death, but prison. That's where we're currently sitting, and it's just fun to follow along with. It, like I said, TikTok is a cool place, and I think this all came organically. Which there have been some recent things on TikTok that people have been a part of and felt good about that were company. Ah, yes, the brand activations. There was the Kyle Sheely meal, which was this guy like said, oh, I'm just going to put up a cutout of myself that says the Kyle Sheely meal and put it in front of the cafeteria part of a come and go. Okay. And like it was got viral and everyone was like, this is hilarious. And there was like a whole story. And then it came out that like it was like a marketing ploy that these that come, come and, and go paid this dude and it took off. Yeah, they like DM'd him like a month before and they kind of like planned this out and everyone like turned on this content creator because it was there. Then there was also, hear the song, the A, B, C, D, E, F, U, and your mom. Have you heard that song? No. It's a big pop song right now. There was also, like that was supposed to be organic TikTok that it came out that this girl like made it based on a comment saying, hey, make a breakup song about the alphabet. And like, we got to watch as the song was created, and then it got on the big charts. Then someone exposed that the original person of the comment was like someone who worked at her record label. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, TikTok. I is actually a, a very... now that you mention it, when I was at the uh, No Name Saloon in Park City, mm-hmm. there was that song A B C D F U something, and when it came on. The only people singing it were like girls in their mid twenties. It was like you know when you, like when Mr. Brightside's on, you like the whole crowd is singing it, and then when a girl song comes on, like you can hear just the girl voices singing it. It was very much that, just that. Yes. So, so TikTok's wow. a very cool place. I mean, and I'm, we are now elevator boys, correct? And now we are elevator boys. And some people were trying to comment on that, like tagging people, like oh check out these fucking losers. Doing this stuff, it is not serious. I hope people understand that. That's my favorite thing on our TikToks is when, since TikTok and Instagram Reels are such a platform that they are naturally just getting sent out to people. Like, right. If you follow someone, you're going to be getting their content, but they're pushing them to other people. So it's like not as organic, I guess. Like, mm. where Instagram and Twitter usually, well, Twitter is like retweets and stuff, but Instagram, usually you have to have someone that's following send it to other people and like, links be posted it's not just like coming on your discover feed as much okay as like tiktok is so it is funny we're getting like random people coming and like what the fuck is this yeah yeah it, it i would say the same thing if i wasn't sure what was happening i'd be like what is happening here but uh instagram reels does this thing randy where they'll insert a video with like no views and no lights into the the stream and they're always terrible I'm just like, no, give me the good stuff. There's a reason that it has a million views. Yeah, well, but that's the thing. That's why you are seeing those, and that's how these videos without big followings come to be. Is like you're seeing that, and if you thought it was funny, you're going to give it a like, and then they're going to keep on – more likes it gets in like its first like 
Well, then they need a better algorithm because it. I'm, I'm over on that. Well, yeah, they have to send it to someone. So that's why you'll see these really like no view, no likes thing because they have to send it out to someone. Okay, that's Randy's TikTok minute. Yeah. Um, my shower thought today is Randy that uh, one of my friends who was in uh, Park City that I met this past weekend. They have been remote working since March of 2020. I have I I, I cannot like that too. That like they're like fucking imagine working from home for two years. Yeah, I think I was with someone and they're like, Well, yeah, I don't I, I work from home. So I'm like, how are you still working from home? I cannot imagine having zero like I get flexible work and remote work i understand i'm a pan i'm not a pandemic denier like you are randy um i, I don't think you can deny that things are happening uh, if, if people are saying that covid is a hoax and all okay. that well, well that's their own that's their own thing but you can't deny that the world <laughs> is in a different space right now uh so I, I i get the flexible work schedules i understand i couldn't stand Working from home and having no routine and just like working on my couch or my table. I like the office is I'm so much more productive when I'm at a space for work that's separate from like leisure and relaxation and play and food and like doing it for two years where you're on pointless Zooms all day and like I cannot fathom that people are still doing that. It's it is so crazy. I'm I, trying to I'm trying to find out exactly when we were uh back in the office. I'm pretty sure Spirit, I think we were we were back and then we left again for a, a second. We were we were in the office all like June maybe did we get back? I'm we took like 3 months-ish. Okay, I think we yeah, so I was supposed to start March 17th. Happy St. Pat's Day. Yeah. And uh, then we the pandemic hit, and so we were out of the office, and we were back in by June 18th. Okay. So, that sounds, yeah, that sounds right. So, yeah, about, about three months. So I couldn't imagine even doing more than that. No, absolutely not. Two years? Two years. Well, there Two was years. articles when this, like, uh, first came out that said companies are revamping reevaluating like what it means to work and like being in the office and stuff that we'll, I, we will see a lot yeah. more people working oh, I, from home. I totally get that. And I'm, I am all for flexibility. Like if you're, if you're like, I need to take a, a work from home day, I'm absolutely. But like the off, offices to me, and maybe it's because of the environments that I've been in washed barstool and the Denver Broncos where like stuff happens at the office. Like yeah. you need to be your family, are your coworkers and you need to be at the office to partake in those environments and that work. But like, I can't imagine just sitting on Slack for two years and zoom for two years and having meetings where you're just like, that could have been an email. And for me, I'm so much more unproductive at home. Me too. Because if People I have, people are trying to say it's equal pro. No, no, you no. just like to sit in your sweatpants yeah, all day. Not for me. Like we have a fun office here, but if I was working at home, trying to do the same thing, it's like, well, no one's around me in my house. I could just go play Halo for two hours. No one's going to know. And it's right there. Like, even here, we have the Xbox here, but I'm like, I'm never going to 
I'm going to be, I'm at the office, I'm at work, I'm going to do work. But yeah. It just, it's a mental thing. So I couldn't imagine. Oh, I can't. And these poor, like the kids that have been remote schooling for two years, man. Holy cow. I, I feel so bad for the older Gen Z because like Adam, he's oh, about oh, to graduate and he had like three no, years like of COVID college. I know. Oh, like my, my oh, friend's my uh, little sister, COVID hit her senior, her spring semester, senior year of high school. So she yep. didn't even get to like go to prom or do uh, oh, like, like graduation or too. do any like, of that. Yeah. That oh, just stinks. Absolutely brutal. Absolutely. Like we're... They, I, I hope we see the light soon on this thing because, I mean, Texas is basically like we're just kind of. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's, we, we've been open for like a year. It, it's crazy going it's back crazy. to Chicago. And I like I re- same, same with Saratoga. It's crazy. So different. Oh, love some, uh, love some pandemic shower thoughts, huh? We're getting there. Hopefully. I mean, we're getting there, we'll Randy. See how people feel after Omicron. We are getting there, I think. Because, uh, you know, we're getting there. Shouts to anybody who is very immunocompromised, like my dad, who I really don't want to get Omicron. So I am obviously very careful, and we are careful and boosted. So Stay safe out there. Stay safe out there, my friend. Um, and thirsty. I'm going to go get a beer, Randy. How's that sound? Shouts to all the people listening to this podcast that have been working from home for two years. Yeah, my God. If, if, if you're doing that and you enjoy it, your headspace is much cleaner than mine because I would that would just drive me insane. Need to get out. Dude, those two weeks of the first lockdown. Do you remember that we were doing puzzles and shit? And like FaceTiming nine of our friends and doing happy hours? I will, that was the coolest part yeah. of, of that lockdown that you knew everyone Randy in the country. You said that's the coolest part of the pandemic. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> everyone in the country and the world, everyone was locked down. You knew no one was out there doing stuff and... There was just like these huge Zooms and FaceTimes and you were reconnecting with people that because you knew they had nothing else better to do. Yeah. So I did enjoy that that little part of it being, being like talking to my friends and getting a 10-person FaceTime. Oh, man. I just, fun. I feel so like I've had this thought dozens if not like hundreds of times over the, the last couple of years where think of how many, how many jobs are like in person like at Best Buy or mod pizza or home depot like think of how many people work retail and service industry jobs and like from the get-go i think we should have if if you lock down you get you're paid like you're this is pandemic pay like i'm sorry we cannot have people out there because the virus would spread but you're getting paid boom and that would would have helped people tremendously i, I know that's what kind of happened but call your senator brett <laughs> yeah call him oh. What a, what a group we have down here. Anyway, that's going to do it for the Mail-In Podcast, Randy. Please subscribe, rate, five stars, review, tell a friend about it. Hit the hotline number, leave a voicemail, 888-362-MAIL or 888-362-6245. Write in the link in the Twitter bio at Mail-In Podcast. Randy, where can the folks find you? You can find me at Randy Trimbacki on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Join the rogue side, the rebellion is strong. Uh, and also go to youtube.com slash watch media and subscribe there and like our videos if you like watching it. And this year, I promise we will have a lot more original video content. So be looking out for that on YouTube. I am Brett Merriman at Schmerriman. Thank you, Randy, for the video PSA. Again, please watch our video content. There's more coming. That's a tease. More, uh, 
original programming, should I say. Should be a fun year. Should be a fun year. We will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.